a publisher, and one day my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Teens, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz. I am going to talk about Assignments Kids Love, episode 342. You can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and check out my latest podcast, onemorechildpodcast.com and a few minutes with godpodcast.com. Um, hope you enjoy those and head over to the mediaangels.com website to see all that we're doing over at Media Angels. You know, as a homeschool mom, I loved having proof that my kids learned and what better way than through assignments and reports, right? You know, testing is really the easy way out. A child memorizes what is on a test and proceeds to forget. My daughter is in college now and has a history professor that uses the following and very effective method of giving assignments. Number one, she assigns books to read. Number two, she has them write a one-page report covering the main ideas and doing an analysis. And number three, she has them do a presentation on the book about 10 minutes in length, and then asks them questions. My daughter said that this has been the best way for her to learn and to remember what she has learned because she has to present it to the class. So they have to research, write, and then present and know the information so that they can answer questions. There are additional ways you can do reports. Uh, one is, you know, the writing it out, you know, using a word processor. The kids can use photos or illustrations if they're good at drawing or take pictures. Or you can use a lap book technique. That's a file folder that cuts um, has cutouts that illustrate the points you want to make. And what's nice about the lap books is they can be filed in a file folder and used for displays. Or, number three, they can do a display like a science fair board and put up their information that way. Or number four is use the wonder bubble unit technique and you can draw a circle in the middle with the main idea or theme and ask the question, the kids questions like, what is a question or problem that needs to be solved? And you can brainstorm ideas and decide what ideas make it to the board, and then you, they can just draw out like circles or bubbles and put their information in. After they research, they can write, write the main points and the 
circles all tie into the main one or theme, and the kids can present their board. Uh, so that's really cool. You know, in addition, you can work in small groups. You can start really small with just a short book on a topic that they would enjoy and then increase it um, as the subject becomes more complex. For example, you would not give a topic like astronomy because it's too vast, but maybe the kids want to learn about a planet, space flight, or Apollo 11, or maybe a particular astronaut. As far as a finished product... Um, you know, one of the things you want to do is really think about and challenge your children to things that they like. I did another podcast um, about, you know, things that kids like and um, activities that they like to do. And you can kind of follow up with this podcast as well on, you know, what is uh, an area of interest. So it could be something that's a hobby. Um, a collection, a report, a project. For example, if they like rocks, and I have a lot of these, I'm not going to go through all of them in the podcast, they're on the show notes. Um, But just as I'm sharing these, hopefully that this will trigger something uh, for your kids that they might be interested in or have them listen to this podcast with you. And maybe some of these ideas will make them think of some of the things that they would like to do. Because if it's something that they love, you're not going to have to make them do it. They're going to want to do it. And this could just be a, a really a big start for, for learning things on their own. Um, I know my kids have done that with wanting to study different things on their own. Uh, so, for example, collections and and things like that. So, rocks. Maybe your child collects rocks. Um, you know, you could ask questions such as, you know, where are these rocks commonly found? You know, what type of rock is it? Can you describe the rock? Why do you collect this rock? And what makes it special? You could do things like sports, and that is, you know, what type of sport do you um, want to play, or have you played, or is something you would like to play? Is there a particular uh, team that you follow? You know, why would you select this team to study more about? Is there one person on the team that you want to know more about, um, and so forth? And there's more more on the on this topic on the website. Um, action figures. Some kids collect action figures. I remember walking into a friend's house one time and seeing her adult husband's collection of action figures that he had collected since he was a kid. Well, can you imagine the whole story behind that and how much could be said for that? And so, um, you know, the history behind the collection and why specific pieces and if there's a piece that's missing, what are you looking for and why do you enjoy the collection? Books is an easy topic, um, maybe a series the child likes um, or a collection that a child wants to begin or start or uh, maybe a fiction series. So this could be something uh, that the kids can do. You know, and you can ask about the author, the series name. Why um, do you enjoy the books? Why do you want to collect the books if it's a collection? And um, is this book published in other languages? That's kind of a fun thing to look for other, you know, and then also brainstorm. What are some other ideas that that you can come up with that would be unique um, to your study? 
Um, again, shells, things that are uh, collections would be good. Some kids um, used to collect stamps. I don't know if people do. Coin collections. Uh, these are all things that uh, you can look at studying. Then you can do um, academic subjects like like astronomy, but like I said, do a specific thing. Like you might want to do a particular constellation or you might want to do a planet or um, you know, perhaps an astronaut or even the space program. Um, oceans, you know, doing the vast oceans would be too much, but you could do an o- overview like what are the four oceans of the world? Um, which ocean do you live near? Have you visited the ocean? Um, that type of thing, what type of animals live in the ocean, and then the kids can pick out some things. So you could start broad range if you want and then focus in, and that helps, you know, when, when sometimes when you ask kids, you know, what are you interested in, they'll say nothing, but if you start with broad areas like this and hone in, you know, the kids will surprise you. Um, birds is another uh, topic, insects, wonders of the world, famous men or women, Um, You know, we can talk about what makes someone famous. Uh, Why would you select a particular person to study about? What is notable about this person? Where did they live? What a little bit about their history and so forth. You can do the same thing with notable authors or composers um, and have it be uh, something that is focused on a topic. You know, When we ask our children to study a particular thing, we need to give them some directions and give them some questions that they can ask. And I love the idea of brainstorming because it makes it more their own. They can focus on either something that is very detailed or something that is more broad range. But remember, you're going to work and focus on a presentation. So whether it's written or oral, or it's going to be a combination of something illustrated. I remember one time we studied about um, a period of time. So you can do like, for example, a, a particular war in history. And my kids have told me that I didn't do a good job teaching them about the wars. And um, I think my daughter even told her history professor I didn't do a good job of that because I didn't like studying the war. So we did like a broad range of that. But my son set up this diorama of all of these little army people. And then he went and found the little uh, trees that we used in our Christmas displays and decorations and even had some of those out to make it look realistic and brought sand in and all, you know, all sorts of things. So you can set that up, you know, however your kids can set up however they want to make a display. And he was younger and, and couldn't really write um, a report, but he learned through the older ones doing their report. And then my favorite is a topic of choice. So, you know, as you're going through some of these things, um, have your children maybe brainstorm. And if they come up with a topic, you can ask them, you know, why did you select this topic? What do you want to learn that you don't already know? And where will you search for information other than just online? Have you considered doing interviews? You know, especially if it's a particular uh, time period, you know, you might have a neighbor who maybe was in the Vietnam War or who lived in the time of, you know, the first calculator coming out, you know, or, um, you know, things like that. 
Um, let's see what else. Um, have you considered going on a field trip that's tied to this topic? That's always a fun thing that you can add a field trip in. And how will you demonstrate your knowledge in a report, a poster, a PowerPoint presentation, or oral? Um, one of the things I want to share with you um, is that you can get a lot of these uh, different uh, types of software for free if you have a Gmail account. Um, you can use the Google Docs, and that has um, presentation slides and um, word processing and things like that. And then you can share it um, with each other, um, and that's a great way to also be able to correct the paper because all of the tracking is on there. And you want to check out Merrill's podcast of technology for homeschoolers uh, that you can find on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, and she's got lots of uh, freebies and information out there for you on how uh, you can get some software that you can use at home uh, that is uh, inexpensive or free. And the main thing is when you are having your children do these reports, ask them, what do you want others to know about your topic or your findings? And that's really important. Um, when the kids did their science fair projects, one of the things that they would be asked if they went on to higher level competition, and I've written a book on science fairs that, that is available on Amazon or as a download for a really inexpensive price on the Media Angels membership. But in the Science Fear book, I talked about what the judges will ask you. And one of the things is, um, what would you have done differently? Or did something in your project not work out the way you wanted it to? Or was something surprising? Those are open-ended questions that lead into more discussion and help your child really think about their project, what they did, and really own the information, they'll be able to remember it so much better than in a, a test that they take one time. And I know testing is easier and it's easier to use a textbook, but parents, if we want our kids, which is the goal of homeschooling, to remember what we teach them, the best thing you can do is to have them do reports and, and assignments that are based on something that they are interested in. And if they're not interested in anything or say they were not, then I would have you go to uh, vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, look for episode 342, Assignments Kids Love, and you can, um, you know, print out all of those, those topics and questions that I have there and go over those with your kids. And I'm sure those will be a starting point for other topics that they'll want to learn about. Well, friends, I have enjoyed this episode. Hope you have as well. And please share this with a friend. Um, let them know about the podcast. Also, uh, sign up for our uh, free email that has printables each month on different topics and themes. Take care. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.